This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. What do you say we do this? It is Wednesday morning, Wednesday, 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 November 2nd. Nice to have you with us, the Eddie Scazzeri. What is up? You're looking fine and handsome. I am from the home studio one more day, and at 345 Hudson Street, his name is Al Steve Dukes. What's up, man? How are you? Good morning, Jerry. So you're uh, broadcasting from the home studio one more day, making sure you don't spread your germs all over here? Yeah, something like that, and I'm kind of regretting the decision. I woke up, I had a coughing fit, and I'm like, all right, not doing this again. And then I kind of felt better, and then I had a coughing fit again. So I don't know. I'm here. It is what it is. Tomorrow I'll be back. Yeah, you'll be ready to go tomorrow, a Thursday and a Friday. Then uh, you're back home again for some more rest, Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something like that. Something <laughs> like that. Now, yes. listen, we could start with the Nets, but that seems like bad news and kind of stinky. I want to start with something fun, Jerry. Yeah, start. I know, I know where you're going. The Philadelphia I Phillies. I knew it. I knew it. What a – I mean – I don't know how many people are watching this. I'm not sitting down and watching the actual games, but I am really following along on the detailed um, highlight packages. And it just... is fun. It is fun. Yeah. Baseball's fun when the fans are into it and the team's actually performing. Yeah. Right. When the stadium is packed and the team's doing well... It is, and the games really matter, like a World Series. Yeah. It is fun. Well, and you've also got a fan base that's crazed. I mean, that's part of it, too. Houston's good. You know, they they roll those orange towels out. That's kind of neat. There's something about, though, an outdoor stadium like that, all in red, that is just ready to pop. And then when you get the home run in the first inning from Bryce Harper, it's like, wow. Like, this place is just rolling. And it's fun. I agree. And they have the bats mic- mic'd up perfectly. It's so great. Every hit is like. Whoosh. Yep. And it's not just ESPN. Like, that's Fox that's doing that. Yes. Now. I love it. I want it for all regular season games. I'm surprised they don't. Like, why wouldn't they? Yeah, it makes it sound more exciting. Yeah, it does. The it, the audio is, it adds to the broadcast for sure. Yeah. I don't know why they don't do that. So the Phillies hit five home runs last night, all off Lance McCullers. Why did they leave that poor fella out there Well, for th- seven runs? Well, because I think you're trying to not burn out your bullpen. It's only game three, number one. Number two, 
when you look at where the home runs were hit, I mean, it's not like the game was out of control. You're probably thinking at some point we're going to get to Ranger Suarez or this Phillies bullpen, which they didn't. And so he gives up the back-to-back home runs in the fifth inning. It's like, all right, it's enough. At this point, it's enough. Because it wasn't like it was 8-0, 9-0, you know, until that fifth inning when he gives up the back-to-back jacks. I mean, it was a 4, was it 4 nothing? I think? Whatever the hell it was. It wasn't like it was nuts. But, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes you need a little length from your starter. He didn't quite get it. And there was that whole conversation, and it was funny, you know, watching some of the guys get asked about it, about uh, is McCullers tipping pitches, what is Bryce Harper telling you, none of your business. And then Schwarber goes on with Van Pelt on ESPN, and he's basically like, listen, we like to pass around information. <laughs> okay, so now we know what we're, what we're doing. Got it. Yeah, so that was uh, before, who was it, Bob? Uh, was it Alec Baum? Yeah, Alec Baum. Yeah. Before he went up to face McCullers, um, but Bryce Harper whispered something in his ear. Then he goes up there and whoosh, yeah, and then they run. ask him, "What he tell you?" Yeah, like he's going to tell you what he just said. Right. Yeah, we'll keep that private. Yeah. Then I saw somebody else on Twitter. I forget who it was, but it was like a baseball coach type of guy. Yeah, a well-known baseball t- coach type of guy. And he says that everybody tips their pitches in one way or another. Like well, everyone I, has I, some sort of tell. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, if you really study a guy, I don't know about every pitcher who does it, but I think a lot of guys do it with different deliveries, different release points. Maybe they – who was it on the Mets? Was it Carrasco? One of the guys this year, it was so obvious when he was throwing the curveball. Yeah, I think Carrasco. Was it him? And he had a brutal day, and then they kind of brought it up to him. Like, you realize you're doing this? No. Okay. Well, you might want to look into it because you're not helping yourself. Right. So, hey, good for the Phillies. They got one up on the ad. And you know what I think about when I watch this and you see the the uh, the, the highlights and, and all that? I think of Dusty Baker. So I'm not saying that the Phillies are winning the World Series. It's two games to one. The Astros are a really good team. Very well could win the next three games and could win it in six. Who the hell knows? But if he doesn't win with this team, I mean, my goodness, is he ever going to win? No, he's not. I mean, come on. He's got such a good team here. And now you're thinking also – I know he's not pitching tonight, but at some point Verlander's going to have to pitch again in this series. Do you have any confidence in him? I actually feel like at some point, and maybe this is the point, he has to get, like just statistically speaking, he's 0-6 in the World Series. He has to have a dominant performance at some point. Didn't you just tell me in the podcast yesterday you've had enough of statistics? (laughs) Well, when they're rattled off so many of them in a row, Jerry. (laughs) That's a fair point. I I am sick of statistics. I do agree with you. Law of averages. He's too good to just continually bomb out in the World Series. Yeah, because we're we're way past the law of averages at 0-6. Right? Yeah. Like, we're long past it. You would certainly think so. So, I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun, though. I do agree. Watching this has been a lot more fun than just a regular game. And good for the Phillies. They got that city alive and well. I'll tell you this. I You know, we asked the question yesterday. Looking at that stadium... The fact that at the very worst they'll be tied two two, I'm telling you, the Philly the Phillies are going to outdraw the Eagles Thursday night in Philadelphia on TV. I it, it could be because here's the other thing: the Texans to like uh, Philly uh, Eagles playing the Texans. You know that's not. I mean, that you, it's fun to watch your team roll up somebody, right? But you know, it's a World Series game. It's a World Series game, right? And they seem to, what they say, I forget who it was. It might have been Schwarber. I'm not sure. One of the guys in the Phillies said, this is basically a football stadium atmosphere for baseball in October. So that tells me that you've got a city that is locked in on the Phillies. Not to mention, and I'm sure you had it written down at some point to get to, 
Not to mention, you've got restaurants that are saying, oh, this is for the Astros? Yeah, we're not cooking for you. <laughs> that is hilarious. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, there were two places, Angelo's Pizzeria. Hey, I'm Angelo's Pizzeria in South Philly and Mike's Barbecue. Yeah. Refused to provide catering for the Astros. <laughs> we're not cooking for you. Now, first I thought that was stupid. Like, why wouldn't a business want business? Right. You know, businesses want business. And that's a gigantic order. That's a gigantic order. But now, this is funny because now people will in Philadelphia will go to these places more because now they're the place that wouldn't serve the Astros. You could call it advertising. I would say it's probably fair to say they won't cater for the Cowboys either. They should try that. The Cowboys should try that. We'd like a big order from Mike's Barbecue. <laughs> How did the Astros decide randomly they were going to... First of all, I thought these guys ate healthy. They're eating P- Angelo's Pizza and Mike's barbecue before a game? I would no, have loaded them right up. It's usually for after the game. Oh, for after the so, game. I mean, just from my experience with, with Rutgers, obviously, over the last seven years, is they eat incredibly healthy um, four hours before tip-off, or in this case, probably the first pitch, so their bodies are right and they feel good. Breakfast is what it is. It's the post-game meals that are usually a free-for-all for these world-class athletes. Yeah. I'm talking guys will eat entire pizzas on the plane or in their hotel room. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me that they go to a pizza place or a barbecue shop. They probably get salads, subs, pies, barbecue, whatever the hell these guys want. I wonder how they knew it was for the Astros. Could you deliver this to the Astros, please? Let's start here. The first uh, hint probably is, how y'all doing? Y'all think we can get an order for 55 men? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> right, exactly. They probably oh, didn't sound like they were from Philadelphia. So you're saying the Texas accents Maybe. gave them away. Oh, I think, it, it, for one, it's possible. Number two, an order like that has to be a big group. Then you find out, all right, where is this going to? Who am I billing it to? At that point, you know. Bill it to Dusty Baker's MasterCard. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, room 454 in the Omni. <laughs> good, mor- good morning, everybody. Yeah, so that's part of it, I would think. And could you put Justin Verlander on those ribs? He gets a special ribs. <laughs> oh, these are for Justin Van- Verlander. Is that right? Do you think, now hmm. back in the day, you had the story of, was it Michael Jordan that they thought was, po- not poisoned? Yeah, but, Michael uh, Jordan. Food, yeah, food, food, poisoning. food poisoning. Do you think they missed out on an opportunity here? Well, I think that's a (laughs) – did they miss out an opportunity? Yes. But is that uh, probably not the right thing to do? Also, yes, They could have pulled a uh, Boomer Esiason and put some x slacks in the pizza sauce. It doesn't seem like they need it. The Phillies just rolled the Astros 7-0 last night. That is very true, too. They out five home runs. Five. That's your type of game right there. Oh, my gosh, Jerry. I was so excited. Five home runs. That's pretty good. That is my kind of game. Pretty good. Miked up. The problem is the Phillies are two games away from winning the World Series. The Phillies. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I know you are. I like people tweeting us yesterday how upset they were still with your fraudulent five putting the Eagles on it. Yeah, 
Well, be upset because now I'm a full-on Philadelphia fan. Yeah, all right. I'm like in the Phillies, I'm like in the Eagles. I did go on the Eagles uh, NFL shop yesterday. Oh my god! I was like, what could I get that would? I thought you get a Harold Carmichael throwback jersey. They're so expensive, Jerry. I was like, what could I get that's not? What are expensive? you doing with your money like other than spending cap. a lot on on dinners on Saturday nights? Uh, just dinners, I guess, Jerry. Right. So there you go. Go buy yourself your jersey, you you fraud fan. <laughs> <laughs> They did have a nice knit hat, like you know, like a knit winter hat, like I like. That was the uh, old green for the Philly, uh, yeah. Philly Eagles. Those look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, once I get off this bandwagon, what am I going to do with this hat? Nothing, nothing. Well, you, know, you got the although you do like the Cardinals hat, even though they stink. Yeah, the colors are better. But I haven't worn them in a while because you know I'm eventually going to jump off, jump off the uh, Eagles bandwagon. Yes, as soon as they lose. Well, as soon as they lose, I don't know. At seven and zero, you got a, you got a couple losses in you before I jump off your bandwagon. And they might not even lose a couple of times before the playoffs. Oh if you look, I mean, it's realistic to think that this could be a sixteen and one football team. And I don't even think that that's. I'm not even going out on a limb by saying that. Like, the, a, they're really good. B, their schedule is not crazy for the last whatever their last ten games. If I had to put money, I wouldn't say seventeen and zero like some people are already doing. But if you told me they went sixteen and one, I would probably agree with that. But the NFL is so weird. Like, there's a chance the Texans beat them Thursday night. It, it, oh, there's always the a NFL chance. Weird. But yes, I agree with you. The difference for me is, and I can't believe I'm saying this, with the way his press conferences were, they seem to be very well coached. They seem to be prepared. Every, I mean, if you think about the way they've played this year, I'd have to go look at each game. But most of their games out, they are up by double digits in the first half, which which tells me they are prepared better than the other team every week. So you're right. Everything is goofy. Travel can weigh on your body. Perhaps you're not into it. You overlook a team. 100%. I don't know that that's going to be the sense. I get that sense with this team. I could, could be wrong. Maybe they'll lose three or four games. And by the way, they'd still be 14-3 and three or 13-4. and four. I just get the sense this team is locked in. And they might be a 16 and one team. What about this with the sports gods, Jerry? So Jerry. let's say the Phillies win again tonight. Then the Texans have to do payback for Houston to the city of Philadelphia. They beat the Eagles. And what do the Phillies do at the same time? Beat the Astros. So you're saying the Phillies are going to win this thing in five games? Yeah, that's right. So why don't you do a parlay? Phillies win game four and five, and the Texans beat the Eagles. I'm done betting, Jerry. It's uh, taken my joy out of the game. Oh, all right. Never mind. Just like fantasy football did. Like, I was into fantasy football in the beginning. Then I was like, I'm just getting annoyed every week. I just want to enjoy the games. Very difficult fantasy football. Sports betting, very difficult. Oh, 100%. It all is, because none of us have an idea of what the hell's going on. The guys in the field don't know. Because things that seem obvious are never obvious. (laughs) And then I don't want to go against the obvious, because then you feel like, would I really put money on the Texans to beat the Eagles? No, that sounds ridiculous. Right. Or the Seahawks and the things they've done this year. Right. I agree. You're not wrong. Or how about the fact that I wouldn't say it's crazy to think the Vikings have had a good season, but to think before the season began that the Packers would be as bad as they are. And the Bucks. And the Bucks, right. So they got you got the Packers and the Bucks each with three wins as we are hitting week what is this, week nine it's gonna be? This it doesn't make be... sense, Michael. Week nine in the NFL. Yeah, and they're three and five. And if you go back to where all the experts do their predictions, well, Aaron Rodgers is one of, if not the best quarterback ever. 
He's going to win another 13 games. Guess what? He's got no one around him. He sucks. Tom Brady, oh, he's the best of all time. Yes, he is. Guess what? Three out of his five uh, offensive linemen are out. His receivers are hurt. His running backs stink, and the, the, he stinks now. Amazing how that works out, but who knew? And his we, wife left. That's unfortunate, yes. I do feel bad for him about that. Me too. I mean, that is, I saw the article today about, you know, and I didn't get a chance to read it yet. I kind of pulled an owl. I only saw the first paragraph. That's all that matters. Where there was, no, no, no. I actually would like to read the details of it. <laughs> where he was talking about the last ditch effort, and he really tried. I mean, I you just feel terrible. Here's the only last ditch effort you could have made. I quit. Right. I quit, and I'm not going back. That was it, and he didn't. So, anyway, look at that. We just did 15 minutes on Philadelphia sports. That's My right. goodness. All right, well, when we come back, whatever you want to do, yeah, we have to do the Nets at some point. I agree not yeah. starting with them because it's, dep- it's annoying, depressing, disgusting. All of, or I will tell you this real quick before we break. So, yesterday, I did not, when the show was over and we did the podcast, I sat down for, like, five minutes, and it, like, hit me, and I didn't feel well again. So, I laid down. At about 11 o'clock, I got up. I had to do, I interviewed Steve Peichel for a little uh, pre-season uh, preview and then went back to sleep. I laid down at about 12.30, woke up at 2, 2.30, something like that. And Nash was fired. Guys were traded. I'm like, what the hell just happened in the last two hours? So we can get to all of that and a lot more. And then Boomer and Geo will break it down, as they say. Coming up at 6 right here on The Fan.